The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You can not only learn from your mistakes, you can celebrate them. They define who you are and serve as a learning tool to become your most beautiful self ever. Welcome to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting, with your host, Jim Stacy. Jim is the author of 11 books and is here to help you experience the power of the divine deep within yourself. It's inside you. You just have to know where and how to look for it. Now, here is Jim Stacy. And good morning, good afternoon, or whatever it is around the world where you might be right now. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Again, you can find me on three different places. The website is thedivineiswithinus.com, uh, Facebook, The Divine Is Within Us, and Gmail, thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Please send me your questions, your thoughts, uh, anything you'd like to say or something you want to know more about. So today, we are going to step into a very important and a very powerful oh, what shall I call this, a beginning uh, of understanding divine connection, of understanding the divine within you, to understand what that connection is, how to find it. And that's such a vast and, and beautiful subject. I'm going to get started today and share some insights with you. And I've been doing that all along so far, and there'll be much more, of course, in the days ahead. But today, our greatest challenge is to overcome the damage that has been done to us by religion, to heal all the shame, to get beyond all the guilt and the lies that they have taught. The biggest one, or one of the biggest ones, I think, the lies, is what I call the doormat syndrome. You're bad. You're lost. You're wicked. You're worthless. You're not good enough, and so much more. But once we believe this nonsense, we are doomed to hate ourselves and hate others. We're doomed to live our lie. We're doomed to own the lie when we don't have to at all. We then project that same lie onto others, and we live in the constant focus on guilt of ourselves, guilt of others, because we cannot tolerate feeling all of those negative energies deep within. This is why so many Christians today are focusing on the sins of others and attempting to live a life of false piety, which I call self-righteousness. They are so tired of having to confess their sins over and over and over. They play the game of, I'm not perfect, but I'm forgiven, and they hide behind what I call the opiate of Christianity. I'm forgiven, you're not, I am. And when they think they're forgiven, then they never have to deal with their own deep inner issues. You and I know better. We cannot ever understand who we are until we are able to look at and willing to look at all that we are 
And I'm talking about the beauty that we are, not the, the, the negativity. We don't have to roll in shame. We don't have to be that doormat while hanging on to our own false piety. Those who do that say, no, you're worse than me if you do not see how bad you are. And on and on it goes for the religious mind. On the last show, I talked about the Aramaic Lord's Prayer. If you didn't catch that, you might want to go back and uh, check on that. One of the most powerful things that Yeshua ever taught was how do we pray? And it isn't what the church teaches. It isn't our Father. It is, O birthing one, mother and father of all life everywhere. That same mother and father, the life of the cosmos, is who you are. It's who I am. It's who we are as we dance together in this beautiful thing we call life. The more connected we are to each other, the more connected we will be to the divine itself because the kingdom of heaven is within every single person, even those who don't know it. So we talked about the Lord's Prayer. We talked about the so-called Sermon on the Mount, which is the Beatitudes that's been called for many years, where Jesus said, blessed are those who do this, for they will enter the kingdom. And we discovered that it wasn't about feeling blessed at all. It was about being ripe and ready to enter this kingdom, queendom within. We're ripe and ready. We are indeed, we are entering this kingdom and queendom, which is already within us, when we practice certain things. So we talked about most of those last week as well, but I want to go on today and talk about something much more, much deeper and much more practical in some ways. The truths that Yeshua taught are far more than attitudes. They are life practices, and they are powerful energies that take us into the experience of divine connection, into loving service for others, and the deepest and most powerful spiritual experiences we can ever know. And that is being and knowing that we are the divine in human form. Yes, we are. We are it. It is us. I am you. You are me. We are each other. The reason Yeshua said the greatest commandment was to love the divine and to love our neighbors as ourselves and to love our enemies is because we are all one. We have to get that. Our enemies are one with the divine, even if they don't know it. Maybe they know it better than I do. I've experienced that one, I think. But we can be and know what it is to experience the divine within us. We're going to be talking about that through the whole show today. And there are three major principles that Yeshua taught. I want to get as far as I can today with these. And I promise you we'll take up uh, time later to uh, investigate them much further. Every time we step into the spiritual practices that Yeshua taught, several things happen to us. We experience an exalted and a higher purpose for being here on the planet. We experience the beauty in serving others in love, not just serving our own interests. There's nothing so powerful and, is, and healing as serving and, and, and attending to the, to the needs of others and supporting them instead of just being, as we see today in this crazy society of ours, 
just focus on me, 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 what I'm going to get, what, what's mine, 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 etc. There's nothing worse than one who has no money at all that's as greedy as the billionaires who have more than they'll ever need. Greed is found in the human heart, and we can know something much, much deeper and more powerful when we focus on others and support and encourage them, not just focus on ourselves. We also experience peace, a peace that is beyond anything we've ever yet known. We experience a beautiful surrender to the highest, to our highest self, a surrender to seeing it a different way. Surrender is never giving up. Surrender is saying, show me more. Show me what I've missed. And we experience a beautiful surrender to our highest self as we live in power and beyond the battles of life here in this capitalist system of slavery. And we, my friends, we are, whether we've known it or not, we are slaves in this capitalist system. All you have to do is check how much power the banks have, how much money they charge, how much money uh, corporations are making, and how they cheat and lie and steal, how they uh, cheat people out of wages and tell people things that aren't true just so they can make more and more money. We are slaves in some ways in this capitalist system. But my friends, we are here to focus on something much, much more powerful and more beautiful and beyond the external physical world of capitalism and corporations and political nonsense. We are here to find what is true and real, what is lasting and eternal, and that is you. You and the divine are both eternal. So let's do this together. What we also experience as we step into the spiritual practices is the taking off of our masks to refuse to live any longer in pretense, but to live authentically. To live authentically means I own every part of my shadow. If I've done something wrong, made a mistake, this or that, I say, yes, I did it. And guess what? I have the power to change it because I'm connected with the divine within. We have the power and experience of opening the door of our heart to live beyond just our heads, beyond the mind only. In this Western world, we have been taught to focus mostly on our minds, not on our hearts. The depth, the deepest part, the depths of, of Yeshua's teaching is to learn how to live in the heart. And we'll see something more about that in just a few minutes. Yeshua taught that as we choose to live the highest principles, not just believe things in our heads, but we learn to live we learn to enter a life-enhancing beauty of the real divine connection deep within. And my friends, that's our goal. It's our perhaps most powerful goal. It's why we're here, to discover who we are, to know beyond physical things that the spiritual realities are forever. They last and last. There is no end. Are you tired? of living in a smaller place than you know that you deserve? Do you ever long for freedom from the entanglements of the human drama? Are you ready to move beyond all that and discover the power to live authentically, to live powerfully, to live free from the games that people play, to live 
above the place of feeling abandoned or alone and to know that you've not been left behind, to realize and explore that in those moments where I feel like even the divine itself is not hearing me, I'm frustrated, things are not working out, what's going on here? We can learn to step into that and to step beyond it. And that's what today's show is all about. You can know this. You can know this deep inside, a place and a power and a beauty of being beyond and above all that's not real. You can experience it today and tomorrow and forever. That spiritual freedom to live above the games can be yours beginning right now. And then more and more as you learn and practice what Yeshua taught about all that. There are three very, very powerful, life-changing, and liberating practices that I want to talk about today. They are guaranteed to take you to the highest place of living, of celebration, of clarity, and the deepest knowing that you are on the right path. Those three most powerful practices begin with the Iyanana Rachma, the power of living in the energies of unconditional love. That's where we're going to start, but we then I'll follow up at the, the other two, and the most the deepest experience that I've ever had is to be found right here in knowing these three energies. It's uh, about time for a break right now, so I'll take it up there when we return in just two or three minutes. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Jim Stacy's first book, Jesus Was Not a Christian, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Jesus Was Not a Christian, available right now on Amazon.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to the divine is within us at gmail.com. Again, that's the divine is within us at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So we're talking about the three 
least what I think, uh, the three most powerful principles that Yeshua ever taught. The first one, as I mentioned, is the Iyanana Rachma, the power of living in and choosing to live in unconditional love. Number two is the Ruka Dakucha, the sacred breath that you and I can experience. My friends, we can physically experience the divine sacred breath within us. It was called in the ancient days the sacred pneuma, and it was, it's always been a feminine energy. The church changed it later to the masculine, the Holy Spirit, and that is a lie. The, the Holy Spirit has never been a person. It's always been an experience, the sacred breath of divine connection deep inside you. The third one is the Malkuta de Shemaya, the kingdom and queendom of heaven within. So how do we do this? Let's get started in that. We begin to know these first by choosing to be these principles in our personal practice, in our daily life. What do you think would happen if you said out loud, I choose to be the embodiment of unconditional love? How do you think that would change your life? Have you ever done that? This unconditional love goes beyond just our kids. Those are the easiest to love, uh, at least sometimes. <laughs> but it goes beyond that. To live in unconditional love, what does it mean? If we were to experience and be unconditional love for every other human being. Oh, yes, I know the arguments you want to bring up right away. And I've got some of those people in my life, too. How can I love that person? How can I be unconditional love for them, as nasty as they are? And yet, my friends, we can, because choosing to be unconditional love is so powerfully transforming that it will erase all of their mistakes and all of ours as well. How could you do that for every other human being? Impossible? Not at all. But it does require us to change some thinking and our behavior. Think about the times when you've experienced someone loving you. Oh, wow. Isn't that amazing? Someone genuinely loving you? What is the energy of love? Where does it come from? Think about the times when you've experienced that, regardless of your own faults, regardless of your mistakes. What does it feel like? Does someone love you even though you know you're not perfect? Well, who's perfect? <laughs> we all are. The truth is that we can feel that same power and beauty when we love others unconditionally. That doesn't mean we overlook anything, but it means that we choose to love others just as they are. And there's nothing more life-changing <clears throat> and more powerful to see other people change than when they respond to love. Now, let me ask you this. What would it mean if you looked into the mirror and you said to that person you see, I love you unconditionally? You don't have to hide any mistakes any longer. You don't have to hide any of your faults. You don't have to hide any of the things that you know weren't the best choices. I love you unconditionally. There's nothing you could ever do or say but what I will not love you and connect with you. Can we do that for ourselves? 
Oh, yes, we can. Sometimes we do it without saying the words. And if we feel we're loving ourselves even though and we're overlooking something, then we feel like we're being dishonest. No, doesn't mean you're being dishonest at all by refusing to see both your light and your shadow. We need both, my friends. Several weeks back, I did a couple of shows on the shadow. I did shows on celebrating our mistakes, living beyond shame and guilt. So when we look at ourselves in the mirror, we say, I love you with both your light and your shadow. And we can say the same thing to every other human being. I love that person. Even if we can't speak to them, we can still, in our own hearts, love them. It means that you love yourself as you are when you accept yourself both light and dark and that you still want to grow and you still want to become your most beautiful self. It is love that changes everything. Only when love accepts all can it change all that is needed. Love changes you. Love changes me. Love changes others. Love is the only power that is life-transforming, but it begins with you first, my friend. It begins with me first. There are no sins to worry about. Throw that out the window. Just mistakes to transform. Just looking at our mistakes and saying, yes, I did that, and I'm going to change it. There's no eternal life to seek. You are already eternal. I hope you hear that deep inside. You do not need eternal life. You are already eternal. You're one with the divine, the divine within you, the kingdom of heaven within you. You are right now eternal. But having a temporary physical experience in a three-dimensional world, but you are already going to live forever. The church lies about that too. It says you need to find eternal life by believing their dogma. No, we don't. Throw it out the window. That is a lie. Yeshua said it was different. He said to practice love for all is the way to live forever. That's true, my friends. He told the people that came to him saying, oh, what is the greatest commandment that I mentioned earlier about loving everyone? And they said, what do I do to eternal life, or to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, when you love others, you will have it. When you love others and practice that love, keep this commandment, he said, and you will experience eternal life springing up from within you. Eternal life does not come from the church or from dogma or any religion. Eternal life is already yours. It is the choice that we can make to live unconditionally in, in love that changes our whole inner landscape and it changes our entire outer landscape. When you feel or express love, you are experiencing the divine. We've never been told that either. But think about that for a moment. Where else could love come from? When we express love, we feel it deep within. And when we feel that love, what are we feeling? We're feeling the divine. We're feeling the presence of the divine within. Love comes from one source, and that is the source of all life, the divine itself, the creator, the spirit of the universe, whatever you want to call that. The Aramaic people called it Allah, Allah, the word they use for the divine. And that word means the one that is everything and everyone included. It's all about the heart. 
It's all about getting from our heads into our hearts. I want to share a couple of thoughts from uh, one of my Aramaic friends who uh, has written extensively on the Kuba and the Rachma love. My friend who lives in Denmark, his name is Lars Moll. And I love his writings. I love what he shared in his book called The O Manuscript. The O, letter O, Manuscript. A powerful writer. And he talks about there being two expressions for love in the Aramaic, the Kuba and the Rachma. Kuba, he says, is an attitude. The way of the heart is set up which contains the unconditional wish to see one's neighbor in a loving and non-judgmental light. With Kuba love, we concentrate solely on the positive in a given situation or with a particular person. And that love leads us directly to the Rachma love, the Iyanana Rachma. Iyanana is the word Yeshua used, and it means Iyanana or Enna Enna. And it says, in literally, when you experience that the greater I am is within you, the smaller I am, and you are one, then you will begin to know what I'm telling you. Iyanana Rachma. When you know and experience the divine within you, you will begin to be an expression of love. Regardless of which spiritual or tradition one might come from, regardless of what treasure you might seek, there's only one destination, and that is the divine itself, the heavenly source, the mother and father, the birthing one. So unless, as someone has said, the treasure map takes you to your heart, it's not worth anything. The Aramaic heart prayer, therefore, constitutes the perfect key to the heart, no matter whether we're talking about uh, entering a door or a gate or that being just open a crack. Remember that according to Yeshua's teaching, even the smallest openings in that doorway can lead to the larger rooms because the room of the heart is always endless. The Aramaic psychology, it's a transpersonal psychology. I've mentioned that before. The Aramaic speaks to the whole being, not just our heads. The Aramaic includes every part of us, and that way to the heart, that powerful and overriding thinking and feeling is and can be ours. The way of the heart is what we must walk. It's not incompatible with modern life or social problems or anything else in our lives. But when we experience personal transformation and a release of our heart and opening our heart, that every person around us can be included. I am unconditional love. A person's heart can never be changed unless it has just once experienced the unconditional love and has surrendered itself to that unconditional love, which is the only thing that can release us from the greed and the shame and the guilt and the traps in capitalistic slavery. Regardless, of the circumstances we may find ourselves in, every pain, every opposition, every sickness can be dispersed through the repeated affirmation, I am unconditional love. I choose to be unconditional love. I choose to learn how to be unconditional love. And by concentrating on our the, the breathing experience, the breath of the heart, which is our next step, 
we can say, I am unconditional love and compassion. Once I say that to myself, once I just choose to get out of my mind, out of my head, and into my heart, I can begin to know what unconditional love is all about. I must love myself first. If I don't love me, I can't love anyone. If I don't love me, I'm wasting my time. You, my friend, are worth the most powerful love in the universe because you are it. The divine within you is that powerful love. And we're talking today about how we can connect with that, how we can be that unconditional love, and how we can transform every part of everything that we do or say. Time for another break. I'll be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Jim Stacy's first book, Jesus Was Not a Christian, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Jesus Was Not a Christian, available right now on Amazon.com. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Be Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Again, that's thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. <clears throat> so we're talking about being unconditional love. Not just believing in it, but actually experiencing it and being what unconditional love means. It means we love ourselves first. Love everything about ourselves. We can even, yes, we can even love our shadow and our mistakes because when we transform them and see the insights we gain, they all add to our being unconditional love. When something isn't working out for you, what do you do? When you seem to be stuck in a situation and nothing's happening, you're looking for answers and nothing seems to be showing up, what do you do? When it seems like business isn't working right, when it seems like relationship isn't working right, when it feels like something is just not, it's out of sync. What do we do? My friends, we can learn to go within. That is the secret. To go within where we find 
unconditional love, where we can choose to be that love. I want to share a brief personal experience with you. Something that I, the way I came to really understand the things that I'm talking about today, and I got to move on quickly to the next step. But years ago, I had been experiencing living alone for quite a while, in and out of relationships and this and that. It got to the place where I was desperately seeking love. I'd never really experienced that. Oh, yeah, it looked like it at times, but but I, but I hadn't really. There was a particular situation where I was really hoping that love would happen with this particular person, and what I d- discovered not too long down, not too far down the road, was that she just wasn't ready. And I looked at that situation, and I'd set myself up for it, and I realized. In the moment when I knew that it wasn't going to happen, like I so (laughs) desperately wanted, what did I do? I can get all upset. I could get mad. I could get angry. So many times that's what we do. We get mad at the person that doesn't do what we want. And in those moments, because of my study of the Aramaic and my desire to practice, I said, okay, I choose to be unconditional love for her. I know it's never going to work out, but I choose to be a friend and support in any way that I can, and I choose to be love for this person that I thought I knew, but I don't understand. And my friends, my experience of that, when in the midst of pain, I said, I'm going to be unconditional love. I'm choosing this. Help me understand. And it was in my meditation and and study at the time that I sat down and was just feeling the the love inside and, and the pain too. And I said, help me understand. And as I began to just just breathe and relax and try to understand what I should do next, I began to feel something. I be, it was deep inside. I had never experienced this before. And what I began to experience is what I later discovered to be with the point number two today. Beyond the unconditional love, the second step is the sacred breath. The spiritual practice of by breathing and connecting with the divine through love, choosing to be love and by breathing, we can experience and know the divine connection. And as I was meditating and, and just being there and thinking and, and wondering, choosing to be loved, in my breath, I began to feel this, wow, this overpowering energy of sacred bliss, I call it. It was beginning to rise up from within me, and I could feel this amazing, blissful, loving energy all up and down my spine. I could feel it deep in my heart. And all of a sudden, I began to realize that what I'd read in the Aramaic before, that the divine is within us, and we connect with the divine through our breath. This is not just oxygen. Breath, the air we breathe, is not just that. It is our life source. How do we know? How do we understand that our breath is this sacred pneuma, or the sacred breath, the Holy Spirit, same thing, or the Ianana 
No, oops, oh, sorry, that was the first one. The Rutka de Kucha in the Aramaic. The Rutka de Kucha is the sacred breath. My friends, I don't know even today quite how to describe this for you, but I want you to know that in our breath is divine connection. We can sit down and, and meditate or be, and be quiet or be, and just be, be present. And we can talk with the divine within because this rutka de kucha is the, the sacred breath. It, it is our divine connection. Divine, the divine is spirit. There's not some physical body that the divine hangs out in except for you and for me. The spirit of the universe is non-physical. So how else could we experience the divine within except by breathing the energies of love? The ruka means the spirit, the breath, or wind, air, life force. The dakucha is the sacred part. And from the very beginning of time, man has known that breathing has, has always held the key to the transpersonal state of knowing the divine within. Breathing doesn't cost anything, and it's always with you. My friends, it's time for us to understand that breathing is not just oxygen to keep a physical body alive. When we focus on the spiritual connections with the divine within, the root kutakucha, the sacred breath, becomes the bridge to experiencing point number three, and I've talked about this before and we'll do a bit more today, but it is the key to connecting with the kingdom or queendom of heaven within. The breath the sacred breath, the very sound of Rudka Dakucha, the very sound of the Om in meditation is a connection with the divine. The Rudka Dakucha is a force without which human beings are unable to rise above and lift themselves above the circumstances of life that are so defeating sometimes and so disheartening. I'll have much more to say about that <clears throat> in weeks to come. I've experienced it. I know it. And the only way that you can, to can know this too is for you to experience it. So from unconditional love to the sacred breath to the next experience or practice, the divine, my friends, again, has taken up residence within you. Why have we not known this in the Western world? It's because the dogma of the church has never told us. It's replaced the dogma with a crazy need for some kind of salvation instead of the presence of the divine within. Once we know by experience the divine within us, life changes for us. It changes into the most beautiful and amazing journey that we could ever know. You, my friend, you can know what unconditional love is all about. You can feel it. You can experience it. You can know what the sacred breath is all about. You can know that too. <clears throat> you can experience that. These are not just principles for the mind. These are practices for the heart. And once we know by experience that the divine is within, life changes. 
The most amazing journey that we've ever known begins to unfold as we learn how to connect with and experience the divine within. We can know it. We will know it. But spiritual practice is required. However you want to, to do that, through prayer, meditation, uh, I know people told me they don't know how to meditate, don't like to sit still and try to concentrate. Well, then don't do it. Just sit for a minute or two, not an hour or two, and begin to practice deep inside what you know that you want. Ask for help. Talk to the divine. Say, I need, I need help to understand this. I want to know. I want to be connected with you. I want to know what that's like. So help me to see. Help me to understand what I need. Is there anything inside of me that is preventing me from seeing this? Show me, please, and I will deal with it. Is there anything inside that is blocking me from knowing connection with love? Is there anything inside? Yes. When I asked that many years ago, and I continue to do it uh, almost every day, when something shows up I don't understand, I say, show me. Is there something inside of me that I need to be aware of, that I need to change? And every time I ask, I'm given an insight, something I can add, something I can get rid of, something else I can choose. And I have known by personal experience a real, practical, tangible, divine connection. Once we make a commitment to be unconditional love and we begin to know the sacred breath, then we are ready to enter this kingdom or queendom that is already within us. But it's required of us that we look, look deeply, that we refuse to believe the lies of humanity, that we, we refuse to believe the lies of religion, for we are here to experience something much more than just going to work, earning a living, taking care of this or that, buying more of this, buying more of that, washing your car, whatever. We, as human beings, are eternal. We are the divine itself. And this kingdom and queendom that is within us is something that we, again, though we don't just believe it, we begin to experience it. And there is nothing in my whole life quite like learning to experience what the divine within is all about. Oh, I, I struggle sometimes, even right now in this moment. How, how do I say this better? How do I share this more fully? How can I do that? All I can say is, my friends, I know it's real. And with your hunger and thirst deep inside, you too are going to know it. You too. It's real. It's not just for a certain few. It's for every single person. But when we look at the deepest concepts that Yeshua taught, we begin to catch a glimpse of the treasure that he spoke of, the kingdom of heaven within. This Malkuta de Shemaya, because Malkuta means royal, kingly, exalted state, a transpersonal state, and de Shemaya means the heavenly state. And all that Yeshua taught, he taught us to learn to go within, to seek connection, to love others, 
And through that love and compassion, we begin to understand more and more of this transpersonal state of who we are, why we are here, where we've come from, and where we're going to go. It's time for another break right now. I'll be back in just a couple minutes. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Jim Stacy's first book, Jesus Was Not a Christian, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Jesus Was Not a Christian, available right now on Amazon.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to the divine is within us at gmail.com. Again, that's the divine is within us at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. Mm-hmm. Okay, we just have a few minutes left today, so as I promised you, I'm going to be saying much more about all of these things in the weeks to come. But just know this that when we choose to live in the energies of the divine within, we become that kingdom queendom in life. We become that as we live. We become that in the way that we live. When we experience that and choose those energies, we become peacemakers. We become justice seekers. We become those who show mercy to all. Those who walk in genuine compassion, transforming all past mistakes. Those who are known for being the source of love. Those who nurture and include others. Those who are always searching for more truth. Those who become the light of the world. For Yeshua said, you are the light of the world. Now we know what he meant. Because when we connect with the, the divine within us, when we commit to being unconditional love, when we experience the sacred breath and know, physically know, that the divine energy is within us, when we choose to live in the principles of this kingdom and queendom, then we are that light. We are that light. As Yeshua taught us, through being the light of the world, within me is infinite power. Within you is infinite power. Within you 
is endless possibilities. Grab hold of that for a minute. Feel that. What would it be like if you knew by experience that you had endless possibilities all around you? Within you are boundless opportunities. Yes, my friends, we can know that. So what is there to fear? As each person, each one of us, works on our connection with divine love and the, the divine mind, intelligence of the universe, our connection becomes clearer. When we focus on the power of our thoughts and the power of thinking with our heart and the intent that we have to live the truth of our connection, then we receive great strength, the ability to see, <clears throat> the ability to hear, and understand more easily. People who do this understand that their connection to divine love is real and that they are living a life that is far more beautiful and far bigger than they've ever thought. So I want to share just briefly with you in the last few moments that we have that I experience the same things that you do. And recently, I've been, for like a couple, three weeks, experiencing the feeling like I was being sort of left behind. God wasn't, the divine wasn't hearing me. Nothing was developing the way I was hoping. Well, the truth is I'm planning to sell my home. I'm planning to move to another state. I'll share more with you about that later. A state in the western part of the country where I'm planning to actually, I plan to teach and, and lead Aramaic Adventure Weekends. They're in a very special place, and I'll share more about that with you later. But it felt in the last couple of weeks that nothing was moving on selling the house, and, and I, things were sort of stagnant, and, and I was, wow, what's going on? So I tried to practice what I preach, walk my talk, and I said, okay, to the divine, I choose to be love for other people. I choose to be that. Show me any place where I'm not being that. I choose to connect with you in the sacred breath. And I choose to be the expression of the kingdom and queendom here on the planet. So show me. Show me what's going on. I need help. And you know, once again, in the most amazing and unexpected way, I had taken some things to an auction place, uh, things that I'm selling, getting ready to move. And... Just walked in and talked to the owner, and there's one other guy standing there that I don't think I'd ever seen before. And he knew me from when I brought things in, and and uh, so he said, "Hey, bring some more things back next week." And so the guy then, the other guy said to me as I was leaving, he said, "You know, I was at one of your yard sales. I wonder if you have anything left that I might be interested in." And he said a friend of mine and I were thinking about coming over. I said, "Well, come on over, take a look." <laughs> and my friends, I didn't know it then. But that was the beginning moments of one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had. As he came, looked in my shop and decided to get a few things, he said, let me call my friend if that's okay. And I said, sure. So I called his friend. And his friend came over and both these guys were, you know, had worked with wood and things like this. And they saw the things I had to, to sell. And they knew I had to get rid of a lot of things. And this one guy said, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go back to the boss and ask him if he'll take some of these things early. And he did, and these guys came back. 
and they with a trailer, and they loaded a huge trailer full of wood and things, took it to the auction place, came back, loaded another trailer full. And I was just standing there watching these guys. I said, guys, I want to give you any of this that you want for yourselves, some tools and other things. And I experienced these two men that I'd never met coming here to assist me and to help me in getting ready to move. After being in business for many years, I had huge amounts of tools and in the woodworking industry. And I had to get rid of all this. I still have a lot to get rid of. But I experienced these two men in the most loving way. Say, we're here to help you. Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? And I told them about the Aramaic adventures. Then I showed them a picture of my sweetheart on my cell phone. And they said, oh my gosh, we need to help you get there. And my friends, they did. And these two men who never met me personally, were the most loving men, kind men, two brand new friends that were, it was just a beautiful and a miraculous experience. And I want to add on that after I went through that experience of relationships not working, and I chose to be unconditional love, one day, not too long ago, a year or so, more, more than a year, I met the love of my life. Marie, you are awesome, and you are the expression of love coming into my life. So my friends, I just want to say, I've experienced everything I talk about. I'm not trying to give you any kind of theory. I'm not trying to give you any kind of you know, meaningless points. I have lived it. I choose to live it. I choose to not talk about anything unless I'm living it and walking my talk. So with these guys helping me, a huge relief went out and or came, came to me as the stress left. And one of the guys said, well, you know, my son and his wife are looking for a house. This just could be what they might like. And a few hours later, they actually came and looked at the house and they really like it. So are they going to buy it? Well, I don't know that yet, but I know that the timing is perfect. And I know that it's all happening right now. So, We can experience all this, but the more we do uh, or commit to unconditional love, the sacred breath, and being an expression of the kingdom and queendom, the more unfolds and develops right in front of our eyes. So next week, we're going to talk about what happens, what are the choices between religion and and the rest of your life, as the show title is, Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. I have a guest next week. Michelle Savacco from North Carolina, a New Thought Minister. We'll be talking about that. So, the week after that, two guests doing a powerful work of healing here in this in the Midwest, and something you don't want to miss. So, right now, thank you so much for joining me again today. I will have much more to say about this in the days to come. But I appreciate you. We are one. We are all one together with the divine. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning into the program today. Please join Jim Stacy for another edition of Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting, next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, let the divine work for you and with you. You're bound to experience a new life.